right, all you Streetlight Crusaders, and I guess a couple wrestling fans who are still up for tonight. Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special. And now it's time for us to talk about what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw and from the Elimination Chamber from Earth, Australia, but most importantly, Raw from San Jose, California. No way, Jose, no way, Jose, no way, Jose, no way, ho, why are you staring at me? Oh, because you're wondering why in the world we're mentioning the Elimination Chamber for Raw? Oh, no, because I'm dancing, singing No Way Jose again, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Oops. That's my bad. That's my bad. Well, to get the embarrassment off me, folks, Monday Night Raw would kick off with a recap of what happened during this year's Elimination Chamber from Perth, Australia. And before we go into those results, folks, we would like to humbly apologize for being up for almost 19 hours this past weekend and not being able to actually talk about what happened at the Elimination Chamber. But we do have a quick recap for you that hopefully counts. Because for the Elimination Chamber, for the Women's Elimination Chamber match, we would see Liv Morgan getting rid of none other than Bianca Belair to become the last woman standing or so she thought before a manhandle slam would slam her right out of the WrestleMania picture for none other than Becky Lynch to go home the winner of her first Elimination Chamber at number one. Being the first woman to actually pull that off outside of Alexa Bliss, if I'm not mistaken. But outside of that, folks, for the Tag Team Championships, for the Judgment Day fighting up against the team of Pete Dunne and, of course, Tyler Bate, I could be wrong with that team combination, we would see the team getting screwed over thanks to Dominic Mysterio at ringside, which would lead to not only a mid-rope double south of heaven chokeslam and a coup de gras to end it all, for the team of the Judgment Day to retain at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. But wait, it gets even more interesting than that, folks. Because then we would see, for the Men's Elimination Chamber match, the phenomenal one AJ Styles costing LA Knight, yeah, for him to get eliminated. Logan Paul, who would get RKO'd by Randy Orton and eliminated, only for a jealous Logan Paul to knock out Randy Orton for Drew McIntyre to pick up the pieces and make his way to WrestleMania in the most hypocritical way known possible. And we'll go deeper into that later on the night because that next match, which was the main event of the Elimination Chamber, would see Mommy, as they call her, Rhea Ripley going one-on-one against the irresistible force, Nia Jax. And to prove how much of an irresistible force she is, she would not be able to kick out, or should I say, she was able to kick out of a frog splash that would lead to a near fall, an annihilator by Rhea Ripley, or more or less Nia Jax, that would lead to a near fall for her, but ultimately a heart-stopping riptide by Rhea Ripley in her homeland with the home crowd on her side, got her past the irresistible force and straight to Philadelphia for WrestleMania for this year. 
And ladies and gentlemen, join us next time for another full result that I got a feeling would lead to the biggest under the radar in history that'll take place in less than 39 nights where we will talk about the showcase of the immortals, the grandest stage of them all, in the Eagle Stadium in the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania. Both night one and night two on April 6th and April 7th. And according to Carl and Maestro, an eclipse will take place on the 8th for Under the Radar. So yeah, it's going to be a big day for us for that one. And with that complete recap of the Elimination Chamber out of the way in the fastest way we possibly could, and speaking of Rhea Ripley, folks, Monday Night Raw would kick off with Dirty Dominic Mysterio, as he's called, with none other than Rhea Ripley who would get nominated in Australia as the Woman of the Year and would be a finalist for it. And would say that she walked into her home country as champion and walked out of her country as champion. And because she's from down under doesn't mean she's always on top. Only for Becky Lynch to come out to give her congratulations and would say, we both had one hell of a night on Saturday now, didn't we? And yeah, you even had your parents in the crowd when you won. But you won't have to worry about flying them over to WrestleMania to watch you lose. Only for Dominic Mysterio to try to say something to get drowned out by booze. For <laughs> Becky Lynch to call him a dirty kumquat. Now, I'm pretty sure that's some form of fruit. I could be wrong. I'm not an expert in that field. Only for Becky Lynch to talk about the journey that they went on to get to this point. How Rhea Ripley, ever since defeating Charlotte Flair last year at WrestleMania, has become the face of the women's division. Only for Becky Lynch to become a Grand Slam champion. The backbone of the women's division. And of course, someone who's writing her own book along the way. Only for Rhea Ripley to congratulate her, not only to tell her to stop talking about Dominic Mysterio like that or else I put you in your place, and then would say it's about time you stop disappointing me with loss after loss after loss, and finally got a win so you can fight me at WrestleMania. But just when Rhea Ripley was just about to leave the ring, we would see Nia Jax taking out Becky Lynch from behind with not only two leg drops, but an annihilator attempt that would get blocked by Adam Pearce for once in his career, threatening Nia Jax with a fine if she went through with it. And that would stop Nia Jax? So, and I would have to agree. <laughs> I really would have to agree with Pat McAfee. For the first time in Adam Pierce's career, he was able to stop a fight. Seriously, because all the other times, absolute failures, including the one with CM Punk, which Drew McIntyre should have gotten fined for, which he did. But hey, I digress. And the next thing to take place on Monday Night Raw would be our first match of the night, which would see Sami Zayn going one-on-one -on -one against Shinsuke Nakamura. And Sami Zayn in a mood saying that he needs this win to get back on the road to WrestleMania would prove so during this match despite him getting new two knee strikes to the gut off the top rope by Shinsuke Nakamura for near fall would be able to come back with a Michinoku driver and even a counter to the Kinshasa with a blue thunder bomb both for near falls 
foot we would see a knee to the face and a kinshasa to the back of the head from brett's rope to quote osw review for near fall only for jinsuke to take things up a notch by not only pulling off a knee to the back of the head of Sami Zayn off the barricade and even a Kinshasa inside the ring as Sami would break the count as we would see Shinsuke trying to break his face only for near fall for Shinsuke Nakamura to take a little bit too long to wind up for that next Kinshasa to not only suffer the wrath of a haluva kick to the back of the head but also to the front of his head as well for Sami Zayn to win this match and to get back on that road to Wrestlemania he hungered for the up and fall and after the match was over he would say with an interviewer backstage that that win affirmed all the things he said over the past couple of weeks that he's a contender and also he will find his way to Wrestlemania and his path will find him or he'll find it and how would that path find him folks? Well, it would see Imperium looking on at him and would see Gunter laughing at him as he would hold on to the Intercontinental Championship. But more about Gunter and company in a moment because right now we go into our next match of the night, which would be none other than Chelsea Green going one-on-one against Raquel Gonzalez. And after Raquel was eliminated after getting hit with several different finishers during that match in the Elimination Chamber, she's already pissed. And what would Chelsea Green do? Let's just say she would throw more fire on the flame. Not only making fun of her about losing that match and would say that P-Head Pierce should have put me in the match because I wouldn't have lost like Rhea Ripley or Raquel Gonzalez did or Raquel Rodriguez according to Carl and the Mike Show correcting me and would say that she's going to kick her and before finishing that sentence Raquel would come out and then she would decide to go full Looney Tunes with it by saying I dare you to step across this line for Raquel to step across the line not once not twice but on three separate occasions for Chelsea Green to continue to put fire on the flame by slapping the daylights out of Raquel Rodriguez and what would that get her folks well not only a Scottish sickle but also two fall away slams and then for that punk to jump up to get beat down and get tired of the news in the form of a chingale bomb and yes i know it's called the tanahana bomb or whatever it may be but i call that the chingale bomb to almost nearly put her through the ring in the process for chelsea green to lose this match via pinfall and most likely have something else to complain about by next week after that match was over and to get things back on track with Gunther and company we would see him in the ring talking about him winning the match and becoming and still remaining your greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion of all time and would say that Jay was close and he felt the title slipping through his grasp and would admit that he would get lucky and thanks to the bloodline interfering on behalf of Roman Reigns trying to teach Jay Uso a lesson, we would then see <laughs> we would see Gunter saying that he's nowhere near perfect, but he's very, very close. And we wonder who in the world would be his next opponent 
for his championship at WrestleMania and would name not only Chad Gable, Sami Zayn, who he saw in the hallway, The Miz, who's banned from getting a title shot as long as he's champion, and even R-Truth for the Judgment Day to make their way to the ring and for Damian Priest to say that, ah, we don't sweat you guys. Despite your title reign, our reign is greater and would even say that they ran the table in Australia and will do the same at WrestleMania and is looking to add more gold into their cabinet. And would preferably look at Gunter's gold and with Gunter saying, who's it gonna be? Is it gonna be Finn Balor? Is it gonna be the one with the big head? Oh, who's gonna step up? Only for Dominic Mysterio to step up and try to challenge Gunter only for him to say the title belongs to us, for him to get pushed, and for Damian Priest to get pissed off. And then we would hear backstage Dominic Mysterio getting told off by Rhea Ripley challenging Gunter, only for him to run into Andrade, and for Andrade to say, I actually got out of Pierce's office to find out who's my first opponent's gonna be back a part of Monday Night Raw. And for Dominic Mysterio to catch up with him, and for him to just give him a good look without the sunglasses before putting them back on. Sort of reminding me of the Pink Panther for some strange reason. I don't know why. <laughs> but besides that classic cartoon reference, folks, I think it's time for us to head back to that music as we go grab a glass of water. And when we return, we'll be back with the second half of what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from San Jose, California, as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on right after this. Don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned.